Quickfit British Touring Car Championship rolls into Donington for the first of the final two weekends of the season. David Addison, first of all, um, I can remember when we were chatting at Brands Hatch at the beginning of the season. I know, and here we are at a venue that for many a season would be one of the earlier places, you know, and, and you'd come to Donington without really any pattern in the championship. And um, people's seasons would, would hinge on it because there was a lot of season left and now people's seasons might hinge on it because there's only one event after Donington so it'll be a bit like we discussed at Silverstone, interesting to see how the races shake up here, whether people are going to go for broke and go for points or just try and bank what they can uh, especially if you're in that title fight Absolutely, looking at that title fight I think last year we went into Brands Hatch with six contenders didn't we at the moment potentially we could have ten yeah, I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on what Ash Sutton does this weekend. And I know this sounds uncharitable, but he needs a bad weekend uh, to really make that um, the enthralling championship finale that we want. Um, trouble is, you put one of the best drivers in one of the best cars, and what do you expect? Um, it has been virtually bulletproof. Um, I think he got himself in a bit of strife at Alton Park, but that's been a, a rarity this year. Uh, we know that Ashley's good. We know that that car is good. We know that it carries the weight very well. And this year, particularly, he's, he's, he's been a lot more savvy of keeping out of trouble. He's not put himself in jeopardy like he had in the past. He's learnt some, some lessons. Um, so unless something or somebody trips him up here, it's hard to see that he will not still be very much in command going to Brands Hatch. Yeah. The Hondas have always done reasonably well uh, around Donington, mm. haven't they? And there's a, a good gaggle of them. And if we stick, as one of the Hondas, if we stick you know, Jake Hill's Ford Focus in there as a, as a leading front-wheel drive contender, it looks on paper to be like a cracking weekend in prospect. It does, and I think so much of it is going to hinge on qualifying. Every weekend, I have more and more drivers telling me how important qualifying is. And you sort of dismiss it to an extent, or we, we used to, in as much as, well, you know, qualifying gives you the grid for one of three races. Um, you can always fight back on a reverse grid race. And yes, you can, but you want two races up near the pointy end and that is dependent on qualifying plus of course the higher up the grid you are the less away from trouble you're likely to be um donnington's a bit longer than silverstone but you're still going to be talking tens and thousands rather than obviously full seconds so the grid is going to be hugely competitive and incredibly tight and and therefore you need to be at the at the head of that and so the emphasis i think increasingly is going on not just qualifying but free practice to get the cars right for qualifying to get you up near the front for the first race so Saturdays are becoming actually a lot more important than, than maybe we've been giving them credit for. Yeah. We've spoken a lot this season about those top sort of six drivers that are there at the moment. Mm. Um, but then there's some, some other good performances that we saw um, at Silverstone. Chris Smiley had a, a reasonable weekend. Dan Lloyd particularly had his, his best weekend, I think, ever. I don't think even he could believe it. Which is really good to see because we know that he can do it. He's a race winner. And uh, on the one hand, you think, well, the Astra might be getting a bit long in the tooth, but it's had a lot of top 10 finishes this year, both Dan's car and, and Jason's car. Um, and it proved that you can't ignore that either. And some of that is how you do in qualifying. And, and of course, that um, top 10 shootout always helps, doesn't it, just to, to pepper up the grid a little bit. People go on, don't they, with their rose-tinted glasses about how fantastic the, the manufacturer super touring era was. And yes, it was. But we didn't have the same number of people vying for race wins or vying for championships. And whatever one feels about the current iteration of the BCCC, unquestionably it delivers unpredictability and closeness. Um, and that's why you have so many people that are 
able to win and have the, the potential to win but also the teams and the drivers year on year operate at a high level mm. and you know there are lots of people that that should be able to win races but just the sheer math means that you can't so you know you take an Aaron Taylor Smith or you take a Jack Goff as examples of people that have won races in the past but it's blooming tough even if it's a brand new car and team hard as a team is a lot better than it was but as it has moved forward so the other teams you find that that little bit more data for your car and that just just moves you further away from the opposition as well so everybody's operating at this 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 higher level i think and the championship is therefore so much more competitive um i I think outsiders still dismiss it actually as 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 an easy championship as bash and crash and because of reverse grids you know you'd yeah you, you can always get a win because of a reverse grid race. Well, it's not actually as straightforward as that anymore because the margin between cars is thousands of a second. Yeah. Donington Park, probably my favourite circuit on the, the calendar, um, is an excellent circuit for testing those with good racecraft. It's very undulating. There's a number of passing places. Mm. And you've got to hang the car right out at a couple of places around here, haven't you? I think Donington's a brilliant place. I mean, I'm, I, 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 people go on about... Uh, Alton Park for me being my home circuit and geographically it is but it was here that I first commentated um, 100 years ago and it's the national circuit particularly gives good racing it's one of those circuits that you've, you've got to work hard to get bad racing from because you know you've got Redgate good outbreaking opportunity Craner curves where the road goes left and right you're on the inside the outside the road comes and goes from you then the old hairpin get that wrong and you're in jeopardy up the hill towards McLean's that's an outbreaking opportunity so is Coppice and then you've got the chicane at the end of the lap where anything can kick off and although the chicane has has been pushed further away from the, the start line over recent years to make that Starkey straight shorter and a bit safer coming into the chicane, you know, it's still a challenge. Um, and the bravery needed to get down the Craner curves is one thing. The bravery under braking for the chicane. And, of course, Redgate, what they did was move the chicane further back. Well, that means that the, the pit straight is, is faster and you're arriving at Redgate at a, a higher speed. So you've got to be brave to get around that. Um, yeah, I think Donington's a great place, and it always delivers decent racing on the, the, the national circuit. Um, uh, what we'll see this weekend does a little bit depend on, on what we have as the grid, of course, and, and, and who's prepared to really get stuck in. Yeah. Do you remember the European Grand Prix here, Ayrton Senna from 6th or 8th, whatever it was, on, on the grid, in the wet, through to first place by the end of the first lap it, it was just incredible yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's, it is that sort of circuit which evokes those sort of memories I was talking to uh, to Dan Robotham this week and we were talking about his favourite drivers and, and you know he remembered that as well you know that, uh, that, that European Grand Prix yeah I mean he got mugged didn't he on the first lap yeah. hung out to dry a little bit and, and that's why he fell to fifth but was in the lead by the, the end of the lap and that was also the race this sticks in my mind because in those days access to the, the pit lane was a lot freer and so for the Grand Prix for the public address commentary team we had one team for the, for the Grand Prix itself uh, and then um, two of us doing the support races which included touring cars and Formula Vauxhall in those days it was just the start of the Toka package but for the Grand Prix I was in the pit lane which was quite exciting because with the, the changing conditions people were in and out all the time and I can remember standing on the pit wall watching Senna do that lap on which he never stopped he came in got the unofficial fastest lap because he took a big chunk off the, the um, length of the lap by coming into the pit lane and I don't think there was a pit lane speed limit in those days I mean it was it was before pit lane safety became a thing um, and it was quite a scary place in many respects because it was busy all race and yeah Senna came charging down the pit lane and straight out again because he'd come in and, and felt the weather was changing as he'd come in and therefore before he committed to the wrong tyres 
zoomed out again. Yeah, I think my jacket from that weekend has just dried out, <laughs> which is interesting. Well, in the old days here, uh, pe- people with long memories and Donington regulars will, will picture this, but there used to be a giant spark plug down on the exit yeah. of the old happen, and that was the second commentary box. And Robert Fernell, the late Robert Fernell, had this great idea of building something as a box that could be sponsored. Uh, and the idea was that Champion or NGK would, would bother. But I don't think anybody did in the end. I don't think they ever got a sponsor for it. But there was this plug, um, which had Perspex windows, which you couldn't move. And it just became a, a heat trap. And on a really hot day, the only way you could get any ventilation was the circuit staff used to have to come and take a window out. And therefore, that was the airflow. Fine. So the Saturday of, of Grand Prix of Europe weekend was quite warm and sunny. Circuit staff come, take a window out. So we got some ventilation. Thank you very much. Never occurred to them to put it back. So that place was absolutely soaking by the end of Sunday. Um, so Paul Trustwell was, was in there for the Grand Prix. I did the, the support races. And I think... Um, Paul stay with me for the for the supports he did I think and by the end of it you know there was barely a dry piece of paper or a dry person we were absolutely cold and wet like everybody else so just finally oh, um, yes. this weekend uh, back to BTCC oh, and yes. Donington as we, as we yes. reminisce yes, yes. Um, <laughs> the visitors we... of Bean <laughs> have they yes. are we going to see a new name on the top of the podium this weekend it's very hard to say until you get to the end of qualifying really um, I mean, who is who, who is knocking on the door of a win but hasn't? On the evidence of Silverstone, you'd still say Jason Plato. You might say Dan Lloyd. You might say that a Chris Smiley win can't be too far away. Um, what about the others? I think, you know, there, there aren't... A Jack Goff, Aaron Taylor-Smith win would be good, and they are capable of it, but I'm not sure that the car has yet got to that level where it's, unless for a reverse grid race, knocking on the door. Um... What I really want to see is is the championship fighters relative to Ash and, and how they might be able to outscore him. And at this point, you know, we're, we're thinking the point for pole, the point for the lead lap, the fastest lap as well. It all, that's all absolutely crucial now to try and chip, chip, chip away at that advantage he's got. Um, by the time we leave um, Donington, we should have a reasonable idea as to who the fight is going to be between by the time we get to Brands Hatch. Is that an easy one to predict? Is it, or is it put? Ten names in a bag and and go for it. Again, it depends a bit on the results of this weekend. But you know, if, if Ash Sutton keeps out of trouble and banks points, even if he loses a little bit of the advantage of the opposition, he's still in the in the box seat because uh, the car goes well at Browns Hatch and and he's not prone to making mistakes. And, and and this year more than last year, not only is he, if you like, a safer bet. You know, he's not taking those risks, but. They've got another year of development in the car. So on occasions last year, Tim Harvey and I would refer to it as the Saturday car because it was all over the place. They were trying this, they were trying that and learning about the setup. And then you got the Sunday car, which was like it was on rails. Well, they don't have a Saturday car anymore. They have a weekend car because they've got that year behind them. So Saturday Saturn is a stronger ash than it was. Um, uh, so he's higher placed on the grid and therefore he's scoring better points across all three races you know that's what I say about teams operating at a a high level it's all move forward so yeah he needs some really bad luck this weekend he needs to qualify badly get involved in somebody's accident somebody else's accident almost to to cost himself a big chunk of points I mean if you do have a bad race it turns everything on its head but as long as he's there or thereabouts to use that good old cliche um, it's 
if he's, if he's scoring reasonably in all three races, it's hard to see him not still being the championship leader heading to Brands. Absolutely. <clears throat> David, good to catch up with you as always. You, as usual, ITV4 on both Saturday and Sunday from Orivor. Wit, wisdom and pithy comments? Uh, well, I'm not sure about those, but yes, it will be on there. <laughs> Qualifying itv.com slash btcc and then, yeah, all the support race drama as well as, as touring cars ITV4 on Sunday. I hear it's very good.